Hey there, and welcome to In Systems We Trust. Uh, today is going to be a bit of a different episode. A little while ago, I was interviewed on the Paul Miners podcast. If you uh, are a follower or a listener of Paul Miners podcast, he talks about all things productivity, work management. He's also an Asana partner as well as Pipedrive and Zapier. Um, and we had an interview uh, some weeks ago, but due to some unforeseen circumstances, we're going to be releasing the episode on this podcast, and I'm going to let you listen to that in a minute. And so I just wanted to let you know that it's going to be a little bit different uh, vibe today, but still a great conversation. Nonetheless, we got talking about all things software. We compared uh, tech stacks and we're talking about our different tools that we love. We talked about productivity hacks, uh, process improvement, and of course, my favorite subject, Asana. So hope you enjoy the episode. If you're not following Paul's podcast already, go and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. And that is the Paul Miners podcast. Hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome to the In Systems We Trust podcast with Mark E. Murray. In Systems We Trust dives into all things systems and processes and interviews the professionals who are using them to change the landscape of their organizations every day. This podcast is fueled by Ditto, a team that is on a mission to eliminate team burnout by implementing systems and processes that streamline your business's growth. Are you ready for more clarity? Here we go. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Paul Miners podcast. And today I'm really excited to be joined by Mr. Marquis Murray from Ditto. Hey Marquis, thanks uh, thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Paul. It's good to be on the show and be uh, on the other side of the screen this time where you're throwing questions at me. So thanks for having me. Yeah, I was on your show a couple of weeks ago and now we're switching roles. But um, if we could just kick off, if you could um, share with the audience so they've got some context, um, what do you do? And uh, well, let's let's start with that. What do you do? And then I, I want to talk about your origin story. But just uh, let's have that ele- elevator pitch first. Yeah. Sure. I'm the CEO at Ditto and we are a systems improvement consultancy. We specialize in helping customers get the most out of their software. And we do that by improving their workflows. So they, there's clarity around how they work with their teams, who's doing what and by when. We document their standard operating procedures and we work to integrate tools, you know, to make work uh, more efficient and more streamlined so that everyone's always on the same page. That's awesome. And so how did you get into this, um, this, or how long have you been doing it? And yeah, how did you, how did you get into this area of work? Yeah, I've been doing, Ditto's been in operation for about two and a half years now, uh, at its launch in March 2020, um, when the world came to an end and we all had some choices to make. And so prior to that, I was running a marketing agency and I had been doing that for about five years. Um, Prior to that, I was in the corporate space doing some freelance work and moonlighting as a digital marketing specialist and so building websites, doing SEO, that kind of thing, doing social media management. And um, when I decided to make the leap into agency ownership, I left my corporate job and, you know, started bringing on clients and growing my team. And, you know, it was um, really through the process of onboarding those team members and training those team members and building systems for the marketing agency that I realized that I was having a lot of the same conversations over and over and over again. I was having to re-explain myself and, you know, tell them again and again how to find, you know, a file or where to go for A, B, and C. And so it was really out of frustration. You know, I thought 
I started this business so I could have more time. And now all my time is just fluttering away. And so I decided that I was going to start writing some of this stuff down so that I could, you know, give it to people as a resource. And loom.com was my tool of choice to just simply screen record what the question was and I would answer it on video. And then, you know, as more videos started to come about, I had to figure out a way to categorize and, you know, store those videos somewhere that was easy for my team to find them. And so this is, I was building SOPs and a knowledge base within my own company and being a creative, you know, I was seeing that a lot of these things were the same um, for a lot of my clients. They were really great at, you know, building websites and, you know, delivering for their customers. But when it came to operations, everything was chaotic and they had no systems. And so we were then delivering marketing for them, but then helping them, you know, put together project management tools so that they could have a checklist and a way that they work. And then we were helping them, you know, organize their leads into a CRM. So we started offering that even as a marketing agency. And I had been thinking about this, this thing, how to, you know, provide more value in this space to these business owners. And um, when March 2020 happened, um, I had been doing some work leading up to this date with a mentor of mine. I'd been doing some deep work and some soul searching, trying to answer the question, why would someone fly me across the world to do business with me? And uh, at the time, I had no answer. And it was really scary, but I had to really think through it. And so um, I had had the concept for what Ditto was. I had a name and a logo. I had some maybe service offerings that I could provide. And it was March. I had a conversation with my mentor. And we were talking about what next steps would be, what I'd be doing next for my family. And um, I said to him, I said, it sounds like we're launching Ditto. Oh, wow. And he said, and he said, if you don't do it now, you're never going to do it. Yeah. And eight, hour, eight hours later, I had uh, put the first version of the Ditto website online, thinkditto.com. And I told my customers, hey, this is what we're doing now. And the rest is history. So, that, so that's probably the shortest version I can give you. So it was a complete pivot then from marketing agency to process improvement. Like that's a big shift. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And um, it's one of those things where like, if I think back, I mean, that's the origin story, but if, if you think back, there are key moments in your childhood and growing up where you realize I've really always been this person. Mm, I've, yeah. always, I've always been a systems and process person. I totally I've agree. Really, right? Like I've always been really meticulous and everything in its place and I'm a minimalist. And so like everything, there's always order and a lot of the things that I do. Did you have a really was, tidy bedroom? That's the one thing that I did. <laughs> That's the one thing that I did. Like, like there were still clothes on the floor, but like there weren't a lot of things in the yeah. room, right? And like you know, it, it would get cleaned once a week, and then everything would get put back. Yeah, right? I, I loved having a clean desk when I was working, but you know, when that was happening and I was focused on work, the rest of the room was a mess. Yeah. but you know, like your your shoes would go just like this, your pencils would be organized just like this, my wedding ring would come off and go in the same place, you know, every single time. And so there were just things, you know, throughout my life where I just realized and, and made that connection. Yeah. I've always kind of been this person. So it was really a natural progression. And I realized that I'm not a marketing guy. I'm an operations guy. And like, that's where my passions really, really are. Hey everyone, it's me, Marquis. I just wanted to take a minute to tell you a bit more about Ditto. If you've been listening to In Systems We Trust for a while, you've heard firsthand accounts of how systems and workflows change the landscape of work for businesses and leaders across the globe. Ever felt like there just aren't enough hours in the day? 
Is your startup starting to grow and scale and you're wondering how your systems will scale with it? Maybe you're part of a widespread multi-level corporation that needs to update and overhaul its standard operating procedures. Well, if you can relate, Ditto can help. Eliminate team burnout, keep your best talent, and have a clear system in place to help you and your business achieve your goals. Visit thinkditto.com to learn more. Yeah, that's awesome. It's so true about looking back at your childhood. Um, I, I had a very tidy bedroom. I was very organized. I would even maybe once every quarter, like rearrange everything. You know, I'd, I'd, oh, yeah. I'd, I'd go through all my drawers and I'd move stuff around and, and change the layout of my bedroom to just mm-hmm. organize it differently. So it's funny when you right. look back at how like the person you, you are when you're older, you can see like, uh, you can see that in your younger self. It's really funny. Yes. Um, yes. And so how do you run the business now? If we could get into some of the tools and systems you use, um, what, what are the, what does that tech stack look like for you and your team? Yeah. Um, it's getting smaller and smaller every day. I want to add more clarity and that and sometimes involves removing things. But for us, like we're Asana solutions partners, just like yourselves. And so, um, Asana is our, our, our project and work management tool of choice. I live, eat, sleep, breathe Asana. Yeah. Um, I, I create content around Asana, um, all the time. And so that's where, you know, all the work happens. We do our, our, our customer onboarding in there, our team onboarding, training meetings agendas our project plans all live inside of there um there is a portion of like project and work estimates that happen inside of there so if we need to get estimates from the project okay. team yeah that typically happens in uh, in a in an assignment matrix that we built out in asana our sops are housed there um we have our virtual break room inside you, of there as well do you use it as a crm as well or because i obviously i have a third-party crm which is pipe drive but i'm curious do you use yeah. asana as a crm HubSpot is our CRM HubSpot. of choice. Okay, cool. Yeah, so when it comes to project and work management, everything's in Asana. Yeah. And then anything sales related, including the tasks, all happen in HubSpot. Yeah. There are there are connections and automations between the two tools to notify certain people at different stages in the sales process. But yeah, um, HubSpot is our CRM. Our website's built on HubSpot. Our knowledge base is on HubSpot. Our client-facing knowledge base, at least. Um customer surveys and feedback that's all on HubSpot. Um, and then we use harvest yep. for our, for our time tracking and like project budget, um, um, visibility. And then there's a tool made by harvest called forecast, mm. which is where we actually see our, our full capacity for the team yeah. and how our actuals compare to our budgets and our forecast as well. So we plan those out typically 30 to 45 days at a time. Yeah. And we have that visibility um, in that back end. Let me, uh, let me look at all my, my bookmarks here. Yeah. Uh, Lucid. We use Lucid Chart um, to actually map out our visual workflows, process maps, mind maps um, for the work that we provide to our customers and for the process improvements that we make within Ditto as well. I mentioned loom.com. Uh, I probably use Loom 50 times a day. Yeah. Know, like, yeah, if I can just give you a quick video, there you go. I uh, I don't use Loom, but I use the same thing, really. It's called um, CleanShot, which is a Mac app. And okay. it's, I mean, I've made videos about it because I agree. It's sending somebody a video is so much more, I think it's quicker than typing out a detailed email. And the per- the receiver who's watching it, actually <clears throat> values it more than uh, an email and they can see what you're doing. So I, I agree. Right. I think tools like Loom or CleanShot are just like worth their weight in gold. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, do you want me to keep going? I can list off a few more for you if it's Well, helpful. actually, I was going to ask a, a, a follow-up question because, you know, I, I actually, um, at the time this goes out, this episode will already be live, but this week I recorded an episode talking about the importance of mastering your tools. Um, mm-hmm. A bit like, you know, I use the analogy of like a surgeon. A surgeon, when they're yeah. doing surgery, they're not okay at using a scalpel. A, a surgeon has yeah. spent like thousands of hours mastering how to make very precise accurate cuts they can't be average they have to be a master of their tool but it's funny and i'm sure you probably come into this like a lot of you mentioned operations teams that are really disorganized for a team you know that works in operations like a project management tool is really important for a sales team their crm is really important and so i find it interesting although it's good because this is why you and me have have work but i find it interesting that so many um businesses who work in say operations haven't mastered their tool. And so I'm just kind of curious your thoughts on that. And like, what advice would you have to maybe a a younger business owner who's sort of setting up their tech stack and figuring out what, what tools to use? What, what advice would you give? Yeah. Yeah. I I gave the same answer on an earlier podcast and it's like, I see this all the time is business owners adopting a new tool or seeing a new tool, you know, having shiny object syndrome And thinking, if I just get that tool, that will fix all my problems, right? The tool that I have is not working, but there's a deal on this new tool or someone else I know is using this tool and it works for them, so it could work for me, right? And so when it comes to mastering your tool, I always say to our team and to our customers, it doesn't matter what tool. Like, yeah, I'd love to sell you HubSpot, right? But if if you have a CRM, let's take a look at it. If it works cool. If we can figure out how to improve it, great. If, if we can't and we've exhausted all of our options, then let's look at something else because it ultimately, ultimately doesn't matter what tool you're using. Yeah. As long as everyone that's using that tool agrees that this is the way we're going to use it. And then having training and development around that tool. And so I would always encourage people to just to stick with what you have. There are resources available, whether it be on a blog, get on YouTube, you know, um, research and find out how to best use that tool because you're going to be spending your time jumping from tool to tool. Um, you're going to hop into automation land and get excited when you can pull up a Zapier and think that the automation, you know, triggers and actions will fix it for you when you haven't taken the time to put it through its paces and figure it out manually first, Yeah. you know, before trying to automate it. I, I actually put out a meme on that today where it's like, you know, why would you spend three minutes doing a manual task when you can, you know, spend five hours failing it, trying to audit it, <laughs> yeah. right? So it's just like, yeah, you know, have we taken the time to like try and manually do this? Do we understand what the different variables are and different angles we can approach to complete this task? Or are we just trying to throw tools at it and throw money at it, yeah. burn money really, um, in hopes that that will get us somewhere. Cause the answer is it won't. Yeah. And there'll be more frustration and more uncertainty and more stress from your team moving forward. I couldn't agree more. It is funny when, when a, when a client comes to me and they say, look, we, we need help with Asana. We tried Trello. It didn't work. We tried Monday. It didn't work. Or we didn't like it. Now we're using Asana. I always sort of like to unpack that and understand like, well, you know, these tools are good and you could probably make them work why did why did the pro why did the tool or why do you think the tool failed and it's usually not the tool it is the process and so yes like we said with the surgeon you need to be able to um use the tool but it's like it's how you're applying the tool how you're using it so the other analogy i like is um 
like a, a, a wood carver, you know, I can pick up a chisel and I can chisel wood, but I can't make yeah. a, a beautiful sculpture out of wood. So you have right. to have that. You have to have the process in, in place as well. So I couldn't agree exactly. more. Um, exactly. In terms of your own personal productivity, in terms of daily routines, habits that you've adopted, what are you doing? It's like, do, do you have a do you have a routine that you follow, or or some um, tricks and things that you you know try and try and do to to be more productive at a personal level? Yeah, um, two things really. Um, the the one I'm going to tell you about right now, it's something that I've adopted recently, and I have not been good at it. Like I've probably been doing it for a month now and I'm, I'm getting better at it, but um, it's managing my calendar mm. better, right? And respecting my calendar. Um, and so prior to, I would have these blocks in where I would say I'm going to do deep work or focus work and, you know, I'm not available. But at the second, anytime someone wanted any uh, any time for me and there was nothing available, it'd be like, oh, just book it in my, into my focus time. It's okay. Or a team member wanted something. And so for me, it's, respecting yeah. the calendar i have blocks for the first hour of my day where no I, I, I don't show up for anything unless something is on fire and there's an irate customer and i, and I need to step in i'm not there if you invite me i will decline it um, i now have hour long lunch breaks in my day as well and i respect that time where i close my computer i go for a walk i'm with my kids whatever it is i do not take any time during that lunch hmm. um and then in the evening, same thing. Typically, the last hour of my day is when um, I'm I'm doing focus work. Unless there's a you know great person that lives you know on the other side of the world that wants to do a podcast that works for them, and I'm hopping on with them. Yeah. In that <laughs> whole block. Um, but but that that's one of those things that it's like now it's like no, I have to say no because I need to protect that time, protect that space. Um, when it comes to task management and how I work through my tasks, I have um, a 40 time framework. I didn't create it, but it's really popular. It's um, do, defer, delegate, or delete, mm. where you take all your tasks and you're putting them into one of those buckets every single day. So do is urgent and important. Defer is important, but not urgent. Um, delegate is um, urgent, but not important. And then delete is not urgent or important. So those things that keep coming up that you don't want to do, you keep pushing it off or it's not important, it's not focused or it's not aligned to your vision or what you want to do, you just get rid of it. And so that really helps me because when all my tasks pop up in the day, I might have like 10 things that I got to get done, but I'm only looking at those two to three things that say do, and I'm doing those first. Anything that pops up that says delegate, I'm reassessing. Do I need to do this? And I'm just passing it off to somebody else. Yeah. So that helps me to protect my time and just focus on the things that I know really need my attention. One thing that all Asana users from beginners to expert have in common is that it doesn't seem to matter how long you've been using Asana for. We all realize that there are aspects of Asana we just don't get. Maybe you're new to Asana and know nothing about it. Welcome. Or maybe you're a long-time user but haven't explored the powerful features that Asana has to offer. Well, this is also for you. We've created what we're calling Asana Mastery, ASM for short, an exclusive membership to help you get the most out of your Asana investment. We want to help take your Asana expertise to the next level by demonstrating how the powerful set of features in Asana can be used to standardize and automate your projects and tasks. Visit asanamasterycourse.com and click register to get started today. Class starts soon. We can't wait to see you inside.
I love that framework as well. Is it called the Eisenhower matrix? Because you've got the, um, it's a matrix where you've got important and urgent, like you said, and then, uh, yeah. Yeah. And I've actually shared that with people within the context of email as well. So you can absolutely apply it for tasks, but email, do I need to respond to this now? Is it urgent? Can I defer it and come back to it later? Do I just need to delete it or can I delegate it? So it's it's a great, great framework you can apply to kind of yeah lots of different areas of your work absolutely that's it that's it i didn't realize it was called the eisenhower i think i think that's what it is yeah it's exactly it's exactly what it is um final question um what are your kind of plans going forward then for the future like you know we we're the kind of people we're always trying to improve and and be better even if like for me i'm I'm kind of like happy with the level my business is at i don't want to grow too much like but i want to make things that the process is better um, yeah. what are your sort of like priorities going forwards and, and how do you see, what are the opportunities for improvement in your business? Do you think opportunities for improvement? That's a big question. Yeah. There are a lot <laughs> of them. Um, and we're always working through them and we have a process for how we evaluate and prioritize and assign resources. But as far as like where we're going, I can probably answer that one a bit better for you. Um, in February, um, of this year, we released our 2025 vivid vision. So there were a lot of things that we're going to achieve and realize by 2025. And what's nice is that um, we're already realizing a lot of those things. They're already coming true. Like there are goals around finances, there are goals around partnerships and customers and what our culture looks like. But ultimately where Ditto is headed is where we're focused on education. So education around systems and process improvement and working better in Asana. And so working with um, our customers to train them, to educate them on the, the powers that Asana has um, and how it can improve their business, working to um, help them to understand how to document and improve their own process, how to write their own SOPs, um, along with our YouTube channel, um, creating you know, a course you know, where people can get more value um, out, of, out of the tool. Um, I'm working on a book Right now, oh, nice. I'm doing I'm doing more podcasting. Um, I have some speaking engagements coming up. So for me, I, I'm going to be moving to the space where you know I'm going to be taking on the marketing and getting my face more out there, and you know um, educating as many people as I can, talking about something I'm so passionate about. Um, working on my book, getting that out there, and then ultimately within the business, it's just working and improving as much as we can at the right time, so yeah. that there's just in- increased clarity around how we do um, what we do. And so that could be, how can we improve or reduce our our operating expenses, right? I wanna see that number continually go down. I wanna see net income increase. I wanna see gross margin increase. And so that's why we do, that's why we improve our processes so Mm. we can affect change in all those areas. So there's lots going on. Um, We can get into strategy at another time, but yeah, for, for me, it's gonna be education and making sure our customers are having the best experience yeah. that they can with us. You really inspire me because I, I think I don't have a long enough time frame in terms of where I'm, where I'm, how far out I'm planning and where I'm thinking. So it's really right. inspiring listening to you. You clearly have this like pretty big plan worked out, I can tell. Yeah, so that's really cool. Thanks yeah, for sharing. Yeah, you're welcome. And it, it was a lot to get to. I mean, the document, I'm, I'm a perfectionist and I probably... I probably sat on the document for too long, but you know, we got a lot of feedback from the team when we rolled it out. It's like, this is our North star now. And then we put it out publicly. Like it's in all of our email signatures. So anyone that works with us, they can see where we're going and you know, cool, do you want to nice. come along for the ride? It is really the question. Yeah. Right? Like, are we going to do this together? So yeah, it, it's nice to have that there. And, um, it's not too late though. Yeah. I'll just, 
get it out. You have it in your head. I know you yeah, just got to yeah, get it out. Yeah, got to get it yeah. onto paper. Well, look, Marquis, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Um, where can people go if they want to see more about what you do and, and learn, learn more about you? Yeah, um, three places. I hang out on LinkedIn pretty much all the time. I'm always uh, up for a conversation. I've got a podcast uh, called In Systems We Trust. If you liked what you heard today and you want to know more. Um, and then I'm on YouTube. Um, uh, Asana Solutions is the page where you can get more education and um, trainings on on Asana and process improvement. Awesome. Thanks again, Marky. It's been really, really great chatting today. This was fun, Paul. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the In Systems We Trust podcast with Marky Murray. If you liked what you heard today, hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Don't forget to rate the episode and share it with a friend. Head over to thinkditto.com to learn more about how the team at Ditto can help your business scale by implementing the systems and processes needed to get you there.